0: All right, thanks for joining me on Packaging Unboxed. Today, we've got Nick Longo of the Deeply Graphic Design Cast. Uh, Not only does he host that podcast, he's also an educator, a packaging designer, a graphic designer, and he also hosts the Creative Course Podcast. I mean, this dude's super busy. I thought I was busy. He's way busy. So Nick's an amazing designer. He got a glimpse of some of the stuff that I was sharing, the packaging AI stuff that I'm sharing all over the place, all created by MidJourney and just a few prompts. And he had a ton of questions we jump right into that conversation like right off the bat and he asks every possible question about ai and packaging and design and how it's impacting designers education production pretty much everything all the questions that you've got at this moment we get into those and we answer them or at least we try to we have a great time i think you're going to enjoy this a ton um, we get into the basics into the complexities we get into the outright insanity that's happening in ai at the moment as a matter of fact Two days ago when we recorded this, things have changed today. Now there's AI that's actually doing not just the 3D renderings and the general concepts, but it's also doing the 3D modeling. So turning general ideas into like physical 3D files that can then be output into like real things. So for everybody that's out there saying this stuff is not possible, the bottles that are being designed aren't realistic. Now they can be transferred into actual CAD files And things can be printed and molded and, you know, it's just another phase to where this is going and it's happening super fast. So it's important you listen to this with an open mind, check it out. At the very least, you should be playing with AI and just figuring out how it works and how it functions. If you're a little bit nervous and you're unsure how to even get started, there's a link in the bio. I released a book. It's like five bucks. I'm just, you know, basically just giving it away. It'll help you get started. It'll tell you how to log on to Midjourney, how to connect uh, your Discord, what Discord even is, and how to create prompts and show you like what the results are gonna be. It's really helpful, it's really basic, but it gets into some really cool constructions in packaging. Do me a favor before we get started, hit subscribe, hit the bell, click the thing, turn it up. We're about to get into packaging unboxed with Nick Longo. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about whatever. So we got, let's, uh, let's get started. We got, uh, Nick, Nick Longo of, uh, DGDC podcast. Yeah, man. How's it going, man? Thanks for, good, thanks for bro. hopping on here.
1: <laughs> I love it. Uh, a, a whole podcast dedicated to uh packaging, man.
0: <laughs> this <Yeah>. is great. <laughs> You know, why not, man? There's, we, we do a ton of stuff and, uh, I've gone pretty deep in packaging and yeah, I don't think anybody else has gotten this deep, so it's kind of kinda of cool. <laughs>
1: totally. I, I've done episodes on it, but it's funny that like I think when I came across your your banner for it, I was like, oh, this is great because it's like it is such a niche. And more importantly, too, like what you've been posting lately has just gotten me so like curious and fearful and excited all at the same time at at the AI possibilities in this industry. It's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. So um yeah, it's funny. Like when I saw your uh, when I saw your message, I think it was, I, wh- whatever, whatever you posted immediately, I'm like, oh, Nick thinks this is bullshit. You know, like <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, a, I, I, I'm, I, I want to have this conversation. Cause it's like, yeah. it's, it's such an interesting concept. Like you said, it's inevitable. It's happening. It's joined this bandwagon, but then it's also, uh, and I'm not even an artist, man. Like, yes, I'm a graphic designer and a branding guy and packaging design and everything. I just don't consider myself an artist. I yeah. look at, so I am in the team of, with a lot of my illustrator friends that are all freaking out because of what's happening on, even in their industries too, because mm-hmm. of AI. Uh, so yeah, it's a huge topic. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> to say the um, least,
0: <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I just, I just spoke to a photographer who is using uh, Midjourney mid journey to, it's crazy, right? So I'm, I'm yeah. only in packaging, so I'm just focused on packaging. There's cool stuff happening sure. all around, but I'm just I'm just drilling down on packaging. Photographer, food photographer, he's doing um he's generating kitchens in mid journey. And then he's putting them on an eighty inch LED screen behind his products. Really? Right. So instead of having to go and find the perfect yep. kitchen, yeah. It's like he's like, I can just create it. He's like, and if it's not perfect, I can just throw it in Photoshop and just blend, blend it with another image, put it on this screen. It's going to be blurred out. The yeah. focus is the the product. And he's like, I can do it. You know, he's like, I don't have to travel. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And it's like, wow, have you seen oh, never, the work?
0: Yeah, it, dude, it's amazing, incredible. i like, I've never even like, I never even would have thought of that.
1: That's so true, man. I, I love that idea. For okay, I can see bringing that into always needing to find that perfect setting for, let's say a packaging shoot or something, or even, uh, I do a ton of mine 3d. And so Mm -hmm. I'm always as well looking for that perfect background to set the mood and not compete and all the things that you kind of said. And yeah, I mean, now question for you on Mm -hmm. that, is he using a license-based version of mid journey and is he covered? Does he have to worry about the legal
0: side of this? So with mid journey, if you're, um, if you're using the paid plan, I, th- I think it's like 30 bucks a month. Yes. Um, and really that's the only thing you can use, right? The free one has a limited of 25 gener- you know, images and yeah. people usually yeah. screw up those 25 <laughs> um, right and they're like, Oh, this doesn't work. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: already at my count.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you pay the 30 bucks. Um, and when you're paying it now, you own the image. So you own the license to this thing. Oh. MidJourney shares the license with you where they can share it on their website. Gotcha. But other than that, they can't, they can't, uh, generate anything from it.
1: Regardless of use,
0: regardless of use,
1: even quantity and impressions and things like that.
0: Yep. Wow. it's yours.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's now good now to know. you
0: as a designer take on the responsibility. If you're creating packaging in the style of, you know, Shepard Yeah. right? And it's. Clearly, looks like his work. Oh, of course. Then you have to, you know, you're the one that has to deal with whether or not you're going to get sued or not, right? Um, and I think that's where a lot of people are having issue is like, oh, well, now you don't, you can just cut out the designer completely because you can just put on mm-hmm. their style and generate stuff like that. Yeah, you you can. Gotcha. Right? Yeah, but it, that
1: makes that yeah. makes a lot of sense. I think any intellectual property that's already existing or whatever, then it's you know it's up to that company to kind of protect them. They're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but you're, you're you're making this sound a little more better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I think we all kind of as we we're as we're playing and learning, mm-hmm. um, you want to do that. It's like, oh well, what? what like I just did some bottles um, that I had M C Escher design. I didn't have him design them, but you know, they're designed in the style as if you would, and they're amazing. Yeah. Now, this isn't something that I'm going to use, but it's cool and it's playful. Yeah. But now if i want to design something if i want to design a label or a bottle structure or a box structure i can go in and you know maybe look at some you know type in some surrealist cues or like some cubism or you know and i can fine tune what i want what i want to get to or if i want to add some like tessellations i can do that and then these are just these are just terms that exist they're not specific to one person um and i can create something completely new
1: yeah yeah. That's what really intrigued me was more of the... Fo- not so much design so much, but the form functions and the some of the the bottles and the, the actual packaging kind of shapes that were there were kind of unique because in so many different ways, that's some... Unless you're at a budget of something that big with a job, yeah. you're not even thinking about that. You're just thinking about the brand, the label, the communication and things like that. And so it was really amazing to see that as like a great thought starter for any particular concept that you might be working on. I guess my biggest fear too, is when you are sho- having something like that and let's say you do show the client yeah. and you get them very excited about that, but then budget or manufacturability comes in. Are, are you, how do you monitor that when it comes to showing and, and be, being a part of your business yeah. as a designer?
0: No, that's a great, that's a great question. Um, I mean, the way I look at it, is at the moment, for the most part, designers are creating either, you know, mood boards or stylescapes. Mm -hmm. Right. We we pull together a brief and then before you actually create something, it's like, let's get a visual representation of the direction we're headed in. Um and you know, a client can you know, I always use like a client can say clean and modern, right? They always go, oh, I want it to be clean and modern. They don't even know a lot like Apple. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then, you know, you kind of show them Apple stuff and they're like, well, maybe a little bit more Uh, interesting than that. You know, it's like, well, you didn't say, you know, you said Apple. So we create these mood boards to land on a direction and make sure that the customer, what they're saying is what we're hearing. um, And, and to land on just a, a solid, you know, some solid footing what's in that mood board. We haven't created, right. For the most part, we don't go out and like design a bunch of, you know, modern packaging and then go, Hey, is this what you're talking about? Right. We'll go and we'll find Apple, we'll find, you know, a bunch of stuff online and, Um, you know, photograph stuff, tear stuff out of magazines, like whatever, whatever however it is that we're building out our, our boards and then we'll show them that Mm -hmm. they're not expecting what's on the board. Right. Um, so I, the way I'm looking at it is like, I wouldn't go to a client and say, Hey, this is what we can do, but I would use the, you know, I would use mid journey to build out my own board. Yeah. You know, of, of direction.
1: Yeah and it's you're right it's almost the in between zone of the found image that you would have placed on your mood board and the the first comp that you're maybe designing after that yeah. session of discovery with the client so you're actually bridging i feel like a little bit of that those two steps and making them understand exactly what your your idea and your concept could possibly be
0: 100% 100% you know and it's for me that's exciting because I hate putting together boards, right? Yeah. I hate putting together mood boards where I'm like, "Oh my god, I have just the same image." Everybody always likes, you know, these these particular things. Um, I rather create something that's specific to them.
1: Yeah, in fact, I hate it kind of so much now that I do the first <laughs> concepts and then I make my mood board <laughs> to look like
0: that. A hundred percent. That's
1: a hack. I think Nobody that's a talks bad about shortcut. And any client listening, I did not do that to your project, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's yeah. it's. I, I, I Where I really love where this is going is I, I leave any kind of conference or something or anywhere where you're getting a lot of news of how AI is being dropped into uh, a lot of the things that we get to use as tools. And for, for example, the last two to three you know Adobe Max conferences, you, you leave and I, you, you, I, I go with colleagues that are yeah. seasoned like I am. And then I go with my students as well. And I see my students go... This is amazing, you know. And I see everybody that's been in the business for a while going like, I, how, "How do? How should I, you know, calculate this? How should I receive yeah. this?" And in most parts, it's always a convenience. It's always that thing about like you said, what this mood board uh, kind of advantage does. And I love that idea that it's taking it. You're doing a much clearer communication in a shorter amount of time with less steps, and I feel like much more, much more tangible.
0: What's great is that you can do this. In front of a client, um, mm. I don't know how great that would be, right? Because then all of a sudden, just comes playtime. We're like, oh, hey, we'll throw this word in there, you know. And yeah. all of a sudden, you got them fiddling around, and that's that's what Have we don't you done want. That? No, I, I haven't, I yeah. haven't. But I just thought, I'm like, you know, you can, right? You can be like, yeah, they're like, oh, we want to be modern. It's like, I right, click, click, click. Is this what you mean by modern? And they're like, oh, no, that's that's way too minimal, you know. And it's like, okay, well, like maybe you're talking like futuristic, like you know, at least. Cause typically when we're working with a client, it's a, it's a founder, uh, it's a buyer, you know, Mm -hmm. it's people that are not in creative. Correct. And the terms they use are limited to what they know and their experiences, right? What they've seen in the movies, right. They've, they've seen the movie where, you know, the, the, the beautiful designer is walking around with a portfolio and she like, you know, throws around some keywords and like, oh, that's, that's, that sounds like what they do. I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, so it's like. It cuts through a lot of the BS up front and it's like, bam, like, is this where we're going? Buying packaging sucks. You've got to trust a distributor that's going to go and find the cheapest place to manufacture it in order for them to hit a margin. Why go through the hassle when you can just buy directly from the factory that's making the packaging? You can eliminate the middlemen, eliminate distributor markups. If you're buying retail packaging, check out idpdirect.com, the only sustainable luxury manufacturer of packaging that's trusted by the largest brands in luxury retail idpdirect.com. And while we're at it, if you're buying a ton of packaging or you already have a ton of packaging and you can't even tell me what materials you're using or what colors you're, you're printing, um, how many different SKUs you have because you've got so many, then you really need specrite.com, the number one specification management platform because everything starts with a spec. Let's go to specwrite.com. So go to specrite.com. So Make amazing things. Yeah. Why am I doing that with my mouth? If you're designing packaging and you hate making die lines and you don't even know how to make a 3D render, I don't know how to make a 3D render, go to the source, go to packdora.com, the leader in packaging templates and immediate presentation ready renders. Complete with your own art, everything you need to customize die lines and renders, the push of a button, check out packdora.com and use promo code unboxed50, D five zero to get 50% off the subscription. You're losing money if you don't use Unboxed 50. I'm telling you. Packdoor.com. Awesome. I use it. Check it out. And if you're in Paris this January, check me out at the Paris Packaging Week. You can go and learn more at parispackagingweek.com. I'll be discussing AI and how it's changing packaging and luxury design at the moment and where we're going in the future. I appreciate you guys listening to this. I couldn't do this without my sponsors, so check them out.
1: Yeah. I think where I would be fearful with that is the Um, what I really push to, in my communication to either a new client or onboarding or anything like that is the idea that you, you're coming to someone like me for that expertise. Mm -hmm. And for that, I would probably really pre-qualify any certain client before doing something like that, because it could, I think it could go off the rails if they, um, they, particularly if they see it's like being seeing behind the curtain, you know, mm-hmm. and my fear would be like, they would go on and the, this, this snowball effect of seeing their words come to life. You could go <laughs> off the path of like, maybe what your creative brief has really established, you know? Yeah. So if you, I'd say if you're stuck in some particular spot and you can't go between, you know, you, you can't finalize that, that final mm-hmm. kind of, you know, idea for the concepts. I could see it being pulled in, in that situation, probably a lot better. I have, I know a lot of people I would
0: never do that to.
1: <laughs> Let's just yeah, be honest.
0: would be like five <laughs> hours later and they're like, Hey, throw, throw this in there.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: No, That's it's, really it's cool. a huge playground. That's a, for sure.
1: That's a great idea.
0: But it's, uh, I mean, it's insane. You know, I think, you know, I, I, use this example, a bunch man. It's like, where, where do I think this is going? Is like, um, you know, my refrigerator, it, it, it's got Bluetooth, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it can scan the things that are going into it. And if I wanted it to, it could order them from Amazon and it can order it from the grocery store, Yeah, you know, and Amazon, uh, you know, they offer where they can come into your house and they can put your stuff away and, you know, grocery stores do that, right? Where they can walk into your house and walk up to your refrigerator and put stuff away. Yeah which is really weird. Um, But if my refrigerator knows what I'm buying and it knows how often I'm buying it and it knows the types of things that, oh, this guy likes oat milk. He likes this. You know, if it's tracking that my likes and dislikes, oh, he bought, you know, these bananas and let them go bad because he doesn't eat bananas. I'm not going to order bananas again. Mm -hmm. Then it feels to me like at some point the AI of the refrigerator will be placing orders on my behalf, uh, mm. a, around a persona that it's built for me. And it's going to be buying packaging or food products based on what makes sense for that persona. So it yeah. almost seems like at some point the AI will be designing packaging for other AI, right? It'll be computer to computer and I'll be cut out of that conversation. I just think I don't have to shop for groceries again. I don't have to like Look at labels anymore. It'll just happen. I'll open up my fridge and it'll be full with whatever I want, and it'll all look beautiful, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, almost like aesthetically pleasing too. Like mm. yeah. you know, and it it's again what you just said both scares the heck out of me <laughs> and makes me go, "That's incredible!" Like I can't wait for that. But I, I guess my fear is that w- it. What role do commercial artists? Let's separate from maybe an illustrator, even though yeah. they're doing things commercial. And I feel like that's a, a whole other conversation, right? But for those of us that do brand or do packaging, and really, that's your cachet, that's your niche. What role do they play in a world where the computer and the AI and everything is designing it for its counterpart? You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll need to find something else to do. The yeah. limited edition versions. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Will those st-
1: will those still exist? Can I still do that?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I know for me, like, I'm not letting somebody walk into my house and put stuff in my my fridge. Of course. Right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. and I, I do like I, I, lo- I love cooking, so I like going to the grocery store. I like you know feeling the stuff. And oh yeah, uh, I don't see myself being that person, but maybe my kids.
1: But it's also a great example of what you're saying. And that's already there, like in a way, you know, and I can it's see that. Yeah, I can see that being something. And I, I look at every time I go back to our Amazon Fresh app. Uh, yeah, it's telling me what I ordered last time. And it's this perfectly curated kind of, you know, list. Do you want it again? You know, it, it's so and then can it be delivered? Can I pick it up? Yep. Yes. Convenience. Absolutely love. You know, I think that's the part where I think this stuff really, really works well into your life and stuff. Um but like I also wonder if if this happens to be something about where we can be if this shift happens and particularly in packaging and mm. branding. Like have you have you truly seen someone be able to create a, a brand identity, let's call it, like in, in, total package all on AI through prompts?
0: Uh no, I haven't. I okay. Haven't. Yeah. I've seen people trying. Um <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, dude, but this stuff, this stuff oh, is learning so fast. I, I, I think there's, you. you. know, and, and the more people that do it, the faster mm-hmm. it learns, which is, you know, nuts. Um, you know, I've seen the AI with the, you know, cross across it, like no AI, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of designers don't want to, don't want to see, um, uh, AI being used for this, for this purpose, but, um, it's another tool, man. I think everybody has to kind of dive in. Um, I've seen some really yeah. amazing logos coming out of AI, uh, out of mid journey recently. Uh, really? it was doing some really bad ones before, but I've seen some really beautiful ones coming out, out of it. Um, I've seen brand books coming out of it. Um, you know, but not, not putting it all together, mm-hmm. you know, like just independent. Uh, but yeah. it, it doesn't seem like it's that far off from, from getting to that point.
1: And, and who do you see as the, I'm sorry that if I'm inter- interviewing you here, no, I go just, for it, <laughs> I'm so curious about it, but if it gets to the part where prompts and words are truly you know planting the seed for this incredible end result wh- where do you who do you think's eventually doing that is that the is that the new role of w- who we are or would a a a brand owner internally have some intern that can do it and you know again like it's all about where do we play in the future you know yeah. and i do this i'm asking truly for my students because they are in that zone of entering this industry and it's changing so rapidly. I'd love to have better answers, you know, for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't have, you know, the answer for anything I'm learning just as much as anybody else is. Um, but like I spoke to Jaime Cabrera, who's a creative director out in LA, um, and he's a copywriter, creative director, right. Mm -hmm. Versus a, a designer, creative director, um, and he's, you know, his thing was, this is going to make people be, think about the words they use. Mm-hmm. And if you're a copywriter, you're going to have a little bit more of a superpower over a visual designer, right? Cause visually you're, you're focusing, you kind of have an idea of where this is going versus a copywriter is about what the words are conveying and the emotions mm-hmm. that they're generating, what yeah. comes out at the end, as long as it results in those emotions and feelings that'll attract a buyer then they're winning, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's like a, a, a key thing is, you know, who's gonna be doing some of this prompting and who's gonna be, you know, working on this. I think designers still, um, but I think it's gonna be, it'll definitely push designers to focus on language yeah, um, from a different perspective. And uh, I think it helps, right? Cause if you can go into a client today and communicate with them just verbally in terms of like where this you know, direction is going or be able to interpret what they're saying it makes you a better designer already. So I think that that's going to be the, the, the key thing.
1: Good, Cause I think some of our foundation that we try to teach at this point is the idea that a, a designer should be somewhat of a good copywriter. I, I, all of my students projects, anything of written word is created by them. So um, with a lot of time spent prior to doing any kind of design, I just think that's what the future should have regardless, yeah. right? They, 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 a marketer or a copywriter is going to be it's going to be harder for them to take on design at this yeah. point but for a designer if they're already involved in strategy and m- building a creative brief and doing discovery for a client they've got a lot of those those words already or they're learning new new talent in becoming somewhat of a junior copywriter you know before yeah. cuz then they've got to sell it too right they that's another part i think where our role could probably still be in there as well as this liaison in between client and in result of packaging or whatever it is. We're the guided tour We're we, you know, mm-hmm. we're the, we're the tour guide. I feel like in a lot of ways.
0: Uh, so you're at Cal state um, Gerardo Herrera. He's a professor of an art center. Mm-hmm. And um, I mentioned, I was going to talk to you and he's like, Oh, he's like, I guess I got to reach out to him. Cause you know, he's like, I'm just getting started in talking to my students about AI as well. And it'd be great to get like just feedback from somebody else that's working with students on how they're handling this and and what they're doing. You know, he's pushing them into it. That's like, I just don't know how, like where.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's the, that's the whole point. I don't think also you want to be this like, no, no, don't do it. Don't, don't even try, you know, or, or, or push any kind of attitude to them without really diving into it a bit more and seeing it. And I think, look, we already have ways that they're figuring it out. And we were exploring mid journey, we were exploring uh, open AI as well, even just mm-hmm. for the copy side of it. And I saw it like build an entire screenplay in like two minutes <laughs> it, yeah. off of a prompt, you know. And the prompt was not as polished as I think what you were saying, how a lot of these folks have been able to take it and really fine tune it with the prompts. But this was just a two line prompt, and it mm-hmm. literally started building a whole screenplay. I mean, everything from it, you know, interior camera rolls in and blah blah. I was like, this is amazing. This is amazing. You know?
0: Yeah. No, it's it's insane. My, um, I picked up my daughter from softball practice and I'm like, hey, check this thing out. And I, I showed her the, you know, the chat and, um, I'm like, why don't you write a book real quick? And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, just I'm like, what kind of book would you, you know, what kind of book yeah. are you reading right now? Why don't you write a book like that? And she like typed in, you know, it was like a, a book about dragons, blah blah blah. And then, you know, it just wrote, you know, a a good section of a book and I had to read it to me as we're driving. And she, and she's like, she was like captivated through, through, not just from what it created, but just the result where she's like, wow, this is really good. This is like, I can't believe that this character is going to do this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that is nuts. You know? Wow.
1: (laughs) Like, (laughs) so the, 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 you know, the person that's been does that flood the market to, okay, even like children's storybooks, right? Mm-hmm. okay, so something like that, someone who's been I know many people who are devoting many, many years to this and everything and trying to get launch a book, and I know some that have made it quite successful and everything yeah. this does this make it harder for them who are doing it from scratch because someone can do it, you know, on their phone in a car ride? Yeah, I guess that's, <laughs> I, I'm off, you know, it, it, like I said earlier, I don't even consider myself an artist, but like, I feel like we have to look at this from the, the, the artist industry. It's already hard enough to say to your, you know, a lot of my students say to their parents, I'm going to become an artist. I'm going to be an art major, right. You know, and 90% of what I do when I get to talk to their parents is be like, this is a wonderful industry to dive into it's a great time to be a creative especially after the last two and a half crazy years and so i think maybe that could be the hardest part for me to kind of grab grab onto this and say i want to ride the, the train here yeah. is because of how much uh it, we're finally at a point where oh creatives have made this thing there is a seat for them at the table and to see it like this acceleration of it is just so incredibly fast that Uh, no other, I think threat has made it to the common person in this, in in an industry so quickly.
0: Yeah, no, it's, you know, know, it's, it's scary and, uh, interesting at the same time. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, it's, it's like early days internet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh, you know, my neighbor's buying coke.com or, you know, like what, <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> um, and everybody's like jumping in and nobody knows where they're going with it and what's happening. Yeah. Uh, it feels like early days, crypto. Yep. Um, but it's like, yeah, if you don't, if you don't jump in, you don't know where, where it's going in terms of like the book writing I've seen, I've already seen at least 10 children's books written completely in a, in AI, um, mm-hmm. and designed, been, right. And designed well, in our, yeah. you know, like on Amazon, uh, yeah, print on demand. It, but if the book is good, you know, and and this is the part that where people get upset. If you have spent twenty years learning to write and you've, mm-hmm. you know, crafted this skill, and an AI can write a book that's better than your book, do the consumers yeah. care? Yeah, they just want the entertainment. They want the yeah. value. You know, and that's, and that's the shitty part, right? Because, uh, I was speaking to, I was on the Kirk and Kurt's podcast and, you know, it's a design podcast and, um, Kirk is an illustrator designer and he was really upset with, with mid journey. Yeah. And it's like, well, what's going to happen to the illustrator? And it's like, well, it's not my job to keep the illustrators working. It's my job to deliver a product, you know, packaging that's going to sell more product like really as a commercial artist that's you know that's what i'm being paid for uh and it sounds shitty to say it but sometimes you know we do a lot of times we we weigh heavily on the arts side Mm -hmm. of it but we're not creating art for the sake of art we're creating something for For a result whatever that result is yeah if it's profit if it's change or you know
1: oh yeah much more than that yeah exactly yeah yeah because it would change everything from awards to best ofs to like you, right. Like in one way, I think it would eliminate that, and I think that's a good thing in a lot of ways. I'm not a fan of anything that's like you, you see an award show for even just the entertainment business. It's like really you, you need you need <laughs> that as well, <laughs> yeah. you know, with all your other accolades. But who would get the reward in a, or? Maybe that would eliminate the whole idea for that in the first place because it of like how can you say best children's book of the year if all of them were created on that would maybe you're right it would the story as well no. would be the star you know the yeah. intrigue the you know the intrigue the interest the did it did it lure you in was it compelling true that but then who's learning from that I guess it would just be the next a i getting to write a book knowing. That was the award winner. Do something more like that.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what, man, people, people are typing in, you know, award-winning packaging, right? They're, they're Mm -hmm. typing in pent awards award, you know, pent awards, gold winning packaging, and, uh, they're getting really good results. Yeah. Right. So it's already, it's already in that process. And yeah, you know, there's, uh, there's things where you can put in like your grandma's voice and it'll all of a sudden create that as, you know, so, you, you know, you could have your grandma reading this book to you long after she's gone, um, you know, and then any other book that comes out, right? It's like, yeah, exactly. She can read yeah. you the next one that comes around 20 <laughs> years later.
1: Yeah. I, I've seen that yeah. technology as well with audio, and it's it's pretty remarkable. I guess yeah. my other question, too, is, is going back to what I said earlier about, you know, let's say it makes this incredible packaging thing, and it's mm-hmm. just beautiful. And I've, a lot of the ones I've seen you posting are almost sculpted, right? Like they're they're just beyond they're, they're 3D impossible. relief. Yeah. So, even let's say you got one that is fully flat and just totally manufacturable and everything. Can mm-hmm. it produce have you seen anything like this where it actually takes it and makes it print ready? Like that kind of world where it, it could take it all the way to 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 the finished print file?
0: No. I yeah. haven't seen I haven't seen that um but what I, the closest thing I've seen is uh packdora.com they um and they're you know they're a sponsor on this podcast and they've uh, they've been on here but like what they do is you what they're working on is um versioning right mm. so you lay out the artwork for your you know for your large product packaging and then you've got like 10 other skus of the same thing in different sizes and you just that's click a crazy. button, type in the that dimensions, is, and then it goes, incredible. and just lays it all out.
1: That's <laughs> but, exactly what I'm spending like the next week doing. Yeah. Like well, that's, literally 15 SKUs from and that's one part, MasterCard. You
0: know, and our customers don't want to know this, but that's the part that sucks. Exactly. I've done all the fun stuff. Yeah. This is not fun.
1: Yeah. And, and 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 sometimes too, it's the biggest part of the of the estimate as well because it is hours yeah. and it's hands on. Now I guess too with everything else that I've incorporated that's AI generated, let's call it even stuff in Photoshop and mm-hmm. how Adobe Sensei Sensei has been a huge part in like finding right things for you, font yeah. recommendations or whatever it might be. The smallest cases of these things it has sped up my my productivity, and yet I'm still. I I haven't decreased my, 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 my estimates because I'm less time with it. I like to think of it as like, you are still using today's tools, today's technology, your agency, your business is getting better and more efficient. Mm -hmm. I have more time to really make it work even more better for you. They don't know the difference. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, And I would never, I wouldn't assume, uh, you know, pricing would come down on the value of design, right? Because it's no. not, the value doesn't come in how much time you take or what tools you use. It's, can I sell more product? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I spoke to the, the guys at Design Analytics and they just did the Design Analytics Award with the die line. Oh, yes. And I thought that was amazing because it's, it doesn't matter what your packaging looks like, it's what it looked like before and what it looks like now. And did you increase sales?
1: Oh, yeah. Right? I saw, I saw a little of that one.
0: So it's like how, you know, if typical design awards are are judged by other designers. So it's all subjective and we're looking at it through that creative eye. But if we're just looking at bottom, you know, bottom line, don't you want to hire the agency who increased sales of yes. product X by 90% versus uh, yeah. who other designers thought was cool?
1: Exactly. I think yeah. there's a, you could draw a line from clients that appreciate that. And then clients that don't even know what the hell you just said, yeah. you know, <laughs> it could be a you know a smaller newer company that i think might might i think any designer's biggest kind of worry is a client's personal opinion and preference being too strong in the in the the conversation or the structure in the process of a job and so like i loved watching that because it was so neat to see what was that just what what dictated the rebrands of some of the stuff that they had shown? I remember one of them was like the Popsicle brand, right? The, yep. Was it Good Pops or something like that? Yeah. And was it was it their data that told them what to do? Or was that AI? Or was it what yeah, drove no, the, the brand?
0: Yeah, no, that's great. So what they do is like, um, you know, you can, so you can do, um, so, all right. So the brand wants to, wants to do a redesign, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're not, they're not growing, you know, year over year that it's time to change something. Design is usually the first one. Um, You as a design agency can then put together like three different concepts, right? After you've done the brief, you've done everything, some rough concepts, then you can put those in and it'll tell you compared to the original one, which of these three is going to sell more and what people in that, you know, customers in that space are looking for. And, you know, option three might be able to sell 20% more than the other two options, but customers are really looking for you know, the freshness and the yeah. vibrancy of color. And you might look at your option three and be like, oh, okay. It doesn't feel quite as fresh and I can probably change the colors a little bit. And then you can tweak that, put it back through and compare it to the original one. And it's, and he said, it was like, it was like, you know, if it was like a nine, if it was like 9% or above, then they can guarantee that you're going to basically wow, succeed with this new, with this new design. Wow. Um, but yeah. And I, I know like, um, Oikos it did, did the, did a, had a huge rebrand. It's yep. so like beautiful packaging. And a big part of that was like, people are just, people just want to see taste. Yeah. You know, they just, and, and they went like huge fruit and that's like what the first thing that you see with the creamy
1: and, white in the background, right. And everything yeah. like just like, yeah. And again, like I'm assuming this system compares it to competition as well too. Right. I'm assuming yeah. it's pulling, Hey, you'll be the only one in, in this form factor or this, this hero color or whatever it might be amongst all your competition.
0: Yeah. And that gives you, yeah, it was, it was nuts, man. It was really, really cool. Um, because at the, again, at the end of the day, if we're not increasing sales and we're not doing our jobs, yeah, you know, and yeah. to be able to, to be able to show and go, yeah, this is, this is going to increase sales for these reasons. That just gives that brand a reason to buy. Uh, and, you know, and I'm assuming you know.
1: that's all basically trends, um, I'm assuming success stories, things like that that feeds what what it's how it's telling one design from the other, correct. And that, that's probably ever changing, I'm assuming.
0: Well that yeah that's part of it, but then there's also so there's a component of AI to it, but then there's also the a human component where it's almost like a focus group. Um, and it, it compiles the data and it brings real people into, into the process. Uh, but you should reach out, you should reach out to Steve. Cause he offers the design analytics to schools for students. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, and when he, That's when he fantastic. said that to me, I'm like, so I can, I can be a designer, a student, a, a, you know, like a designer, i can I can put in my design and see if it's better than the old design of whatever I created. And he's like, yeah, you could do that. But then I'm like, but if I want to go work for Sonos, mm-hmm. I could put in the Sonos packaging and I could design my own version and put it into the design analytics system and come back and show that maybe my design will sell, will outsell the current packaging. He's like, yeah, you could. I'm like, well, dude, could you imagine knocking on the door of whatever brand is that you want to work with when you graduate and being like, look, I can, I can, I've shown that I can increase sales from your current packaging with new packaging.
1: So they have access to even that. It's not just um, <clears throat> when you said they had access to it. I thought maybe it was like a PDF that <laughs> would say like, "Hey, no, everyone no, no. likes fresh and whatever." No, it's the system. No,
0: yeah, you can, yeah, you can put your designs in and compare and, and get all the all the processing power that they have uh, how for do your you, students.
1: How is it? What is the upload? I'm just curious. Is it 3D renderings? Is it flat? Just flat, flat images. Art? I think. Yeah. Really. Wow. That might be incredible to try because we do a, a great project where i go to whole foods and i find the best tasting most expensive worst designed packaging <laughs> <laughs> in the store yeah. and i'm sure you want you you get this even at the whole foods level or maybe even like sprouts and we have uh where are you based by the
0: way i don't even know. I'm, in, I'm in scottsdale
1: oh scottsdale okay uh we have irwan out here which is kind of like a, the next tier above like a whole foods right mm-hmm. and it's funny there's still those mom and pop companies in there that have 18 bags of granola. And it's the worst design you've ever seen. Right? So my students get to pick between the three brands I, I, I show them or we've selected and they go through a whole rebrand. And even to the point of, does the name need to be changed? Mm -hmm. Not so much as we're talking everything, right? The copywriting and everything else. And I could tell you, i you know, I find pretty bad stuff out there, which is hilarious, but even just their talents and what they, what they know is out there in the competitive landscape and what building, ha- having to build taste with them, like creative taste yeah. is the hardest thing you can try to teach. Every single one of them is an improvement. And so I can only imagine if you take on this strategy with this team and see, I, I definitely got to incorporate that next, next year. That's got to be incredible. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll connect you with Steve. And it, it, what's nuts is, um, so I was teaching it at ASU here and, um, I don't know, it was packaging, right. And it mm-hmm. was uh, it was 400 level. Um, I didn't go in with like, all right, at the end of this semester, you're going to have designed one, two, and three. It was more like, look, you guys are ready to graduate. Where do you want to work? You know? Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, I want to work at this brand or this agency. And it's like, all right, well, this is the type of packaging that they do there, let's focus on that. So each student basically had their own project of like you know, some, uh, some, some students wanted to work at like Yeti. Yeah. Um, oh, some, some wanted right. to do like cosmetics and I'm like, all right, pick this brand. Like, let's take this product from Yeti. Let's redesign it. You know, like, how would you do it? Uh, and it would have been amazing to be able to go, all right, here's the existing. And then here's what you created and compare them. Right. One, it's, it's super, it's a lot of data d- to take in as a student to be like, oh, my, maybe my design isn't as good as, as I thought, yeah, but mm-hmm. I've got like some actual quantitative data behind it to say why, right? It's a super, you know, I think that's like a supercharge for learning. Um, but then if it, if it worked again, it's like, instead of being knocking on a brand or agency door saying, Hey, I'm looking for a job. Here's my portfolio. It's like, Hey, I can, I can do this.
1: Yeah. I I'm coming with, uh, yeah. with some ammo. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah,
0: I'm ready. <laughs>
1: I, I mean, yeah. And I, I love that idea too. Cause there are a, bunch of kids that do have their heart set on that one company. And then the others don't. And yeah. I think what's cool about that, it, it still can teach them all the benefits of what a real rebrand can do. And maybe, I, hey, if I was an employer and looking for a junior designer, even if it wasn't my company and they had a fantastic project yeah. that they showed that their, their redesign increased numbers, it was proven. Like I'd be like, that's incredible. I think design's universal in that way where... Just because you've done it for one doesn't mean you can't do it for the next guy you know
0: yeah for sure so i love that oh my god that's like the
1: coolest (laughs) news i've heard all day man that's like fantastic we're gonna make it happen and then we'll then we'll report back on the podcast
0: yeah dude i'd love love to hear you know what happens um i I launched a i launched a mid-journey book this morning i launched you know i i, I put it on gumroad right <laughs> <laughs> you look at you
1: you little author <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah it's funny you no know, I, I did a i did this midjourney book on on uh, i put it on gumroad last night just basically walking you through like how to how to log in how to get started oh like, you know, dude, how to that's connect fantastic. like discord and, and midjourney but then but it's all focused on packaging right and then it's like i went through like the basic prompts for packaging and then it went into like some more complex ones and like how to organize your words and um because i'm getting you know i'm getting dms on linkedin from agencies and designers and brands and like hey how do you do this how you know how does this happen i see there's a there's an interest but there's also a fear where they're like yeah i tried it and it didn't work i didn't quite know how to get started on here Um, so yeah so I, i did this book as just like a here's a quick way to just get going Good. And I, I published it at three o'clock this morning, or I, I put, you know, I uploaded the PDF and then, uh, I had a conversation with a photographer this morning who's using AI who's doing the, the led thing. The and he gave yeah. me some, some keywords and stuff. I'm like, fuck, I wish I would put those in the book. Cause that's, you know, it could change everything. You know, and like one of the things he says is you're seeing a lot of prompts out there where people are saying photorealistic or, mm-hmm. uh, ultra, you know, ultra realistic. He's like the mid journey is taking that and it's he's like just think there's like photorealistic paintings or photorealistic drawings and it's putting a little bit of that spin on there but if you want it to look real it's like use um photographic style like use that term
1: Rather, okay gotcha so that you won't get any illustrative brush or texture right
0: yeah because you're yeah because you're getting you know some some of the stuff looks kind of fake it feels it, it feels fake, a right?
1: little yeah. Everything has that oil painting vibe. I always say
0: yeah. yeah yeah Okay. Oh, that's cool. And that's uh. And he's like, it's just that one change. I'm like, oh man, that makes a huge difference. I'm like, I got to rewrite, you know, my book. But- oh, he's
1: already <laughs> he's already got a rewrite. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that's great, yeah. man. I, I'll have to check that out because I'm again. I I dived into mid journey and I think found a YouTube video that kind of explained what mm-hmm. to do. I did not understand it. I did mess around with it for a project I was currently working with at that time, but could not figure out the the legal side of it and yeah. didn't know if that $30 a month thing would cover it. And I didn't want to even show no. it to the client in fear that, I mean, it was so good. I did not want to, sh- I, I did want to risk showing it to them. And then if it didn't work out, what would we do? But on the flip side, I was able to show it to uh, a good friend of mine. And we were able to make a composite uh, in mm-hmm. Photoshop, almost matching it as best as possible with some photography and things that we did by hand. So in some cases it did help me get a, my, uh, an idea out of my mind and on, on canvas or on paper or on screen, uh, in lightning fast, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, it's, it's amazing. You know, all the stuff that I'm posting, like I said, most of it's impossible to produce, but Mm -hmm. if I can create something that's like so far out there that nobody would ever create in terms of packaging, we can always back off, right? We can always back into what is manufacturable versus yeah. trying to just stay within the realms of of, of what is manufacturable. And um, I think that's a huge plus for this. It's pushing people outside of their comfort zone. You know, typically when you talk to a customer, you're like, well, you can't do that, but you can do this. But as long as they know, hey, we're gonna go really far out and then we're gonna bring it back in, uh, you know, I think they're gonna get some new, new, really cool results.
1: Yeah. I, you've really kind of changed my, I think my opinion on the future of it too. And I think back to when I remember Fiverr and all this other stuff coming out back in the day. And I remember young designers getting so paranoid and I'm like, if you're paranoid about that, then you should be in this industry. (laughs) Like you're just like, if you don't know what competitive edge you have over someone that's just smacking, you know, type choices and clip art together for a logo, you, you got nothing to worry about, you know? So I see it with the same with this. It's like, i do want to have that open kind of opinion on it and Mm -hmm. understand it a little bit more and see how it goes um and whatever else can kind of again help with productivity help with process help with collaboration too i think i think it opens up a big new kind of thing for a lot of us that work more isolated and over the last two years are now working from home i feel like anything you can drop into the mix that makes it more collaborative again is you know, a, a huge plus as well. Cause we, we, we can't work siloed. We've, we've no. got to be more together in these things, you know?
0: hundred percent, man. Nick, I, I appreciate you hopping on here and chatting through this. I think this was good. Um, yeah, man. I really where can people it. find out more about
1: you? <laughs> uh, you could just check out longodesigns.com. That's my main, uh, website with everything on it. I even have a link there to my, my class and you could see a lot of the stuff there. And then I'm Nick Longo on LinkedIn and Nick, and Longo designs on Instagram as well. Uh, LinkedIn is one of my favorite spots. I mean, that's where I basically yeah. discovered you know you, and I think it's that uncharted territory for a lot of creatives. So um, uh, again, I post most everything there as well, just for fun. <laughs>
0: yeah, good stuff, man. Appreciate you. Um, I'm going to hit uh, stop here. All right, thanks for listening to Packaging Unbox. This episode with Nick was awesome. I had such a great time with him. Um, I think you enjoyed it as well. If you have if you're hearing this, this is the very end of this. Do me a favor, subscribe if you haven't already. Leave a review. Send Nick a message. Tell him how awesome he was. I appreciate it. We'll see you soon.